power of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Gonna bless the name of the Lord. Just give him glory. Give him praise. Bless his holy name. He is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Bless his holy name. Lift up your voice and give him glory in this place. Exalt his name. Above every challenge in your life, above every obstacle in your life. Above every barricade that is before you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You want to pray committing yourself into God's hands as this word is about to come forth. You want to pray that this word will benefit you. Maybe it is just a sentence you need to hear. But you want to pray that the Lord himself will speak to you. The Lord himself will minister unto you. The Holy Spirit himself will open the eyes of your understanding. To get that which God wants you to get this evening in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you glory, we give you praise. Indeed, you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We thank you for this day. Thank you for your mercies, which are renewed every morning. Indeed, great is your faithfulness. We thank you for this opportunity to hear your word. We pray that you open our hearts, open our minds, open our spirits. Let these words be cemented deep down in our spirits and give us the grace to be doers of your word and not listeners only. I take authority over every workings of the enemy and I declare that the hearts and the minds of the people of God are sanctified and made ready for them to have an encounter with their Father through the word this evening. Take glory, Father. Take glory, Son. Take glory, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' most excellent name, how we prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. We bless God for today and um, for the opportunity to hear his word. Today I have a, a word of exhortation for you. Normally when we use the word exhortation, it means it's not going to be too long. So I have a word of exhortation for you. And I'm speaking to you on what I've entitled, The Blessing of a Second Chance the blessing of a second chance and god will give somebody sorry the blessing of another chance another chance yes i changed it to another chance because some people you only like your 14th chance you've you've had more than a second you are like four initially the title was going to be the blessing of a second chance but i realized some have had a lot of chances and so i changed it to the blessing of another chance hallelujah and God will give somebody another chance. Hallelujah. Another chance. You see, in our lives, there are a lot of things we've missed. There are a lot of turns we have missed. Somebody made a certain statement. He said, some of the most dangerous people on earth are people who have missed the turn. They were supposed to have taken a certain turn. They didn't take it. They are some of the most frustrated people walking around. We may have made certain mistakes in the past made wrong choices but we thank god our god is a god that always gives us another chance hallelujah and you see when i think of getting another chance like we having another chance 
I just remember when we were kids, when you do something wrong, and your mother says, when your father comes, I'll tell him. You are on the edge the whole day. You are worried the whole day. You can't eat. You can't play. The moment your father comes back from work, you develop a fever. And when he's told what you did, and he calls you, and your heart is beating, because you know at the end of the day, maybe some lashes will be your portion. And he finishes talking, and you are expecting the go and bring the cane. And he says, don't do that again. The kind of relief that you feel, that is the blessing of another chance. Hallelujah. I was sitting down recently, and I, I was just imagining... You know, the, 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 the most interesting night ever in Ghana football was the, when Asamwajan hit that bar. When we got that penalty, that chance to be the first African country to enter the semi-final of the World Cup on African soil. When all the African countries had been eliminated and the whole continent was literally, in fact, 10 years, it's still painful after today. I can't watch that a replay of that thing. The way the whole country, in fact, the whole continent was rooting behind the black stars. And, and they were playing well. And the circumstances under which the thing happened, a goal is about to be scored and somebody decided to turn himself into a goalkeeper. That's what I spirit so. When you are about when, when, when your body is about to enter the they come and take it away. May the Lord bind every Suarez spirit in your life. That's nearly, nearly thing. It says Suarez spirit. Somebody decides to turn himself into a goalkeeper to take the ball out of the net. How unfair. And to make it double unfair. The penalty is hit. The goalkeeper is beaten, but the goalpost decides to bounce the ball back. I just sat down and imagined what if as the ball hit the bar and it came back, the referee whistled and said the goalkeeper moved off his line before it was hit. <laughs> so take the penalty again. In fact, I, I, can, I can imagine the joy you would have felt. Even right now as I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I am wishing we had that chance, but it never came. I'm just trying to show you how precious having another chance can be. And God gives us many chances and many chances. Today, my my prayer for you is that you would appreciate the love of God and the mercy of God upon your life. Hallelujah. Yeah, mercy is a very, very, very powerful thing. I've said it before that there are a lot of things we attribute to grace now. But it's actually the work of mercy. It's just God having mercy. Grace is that you don't deserve something good and it comes to you. That is grace. But with mercy, you deserve punishment. You deserve a bad thing for what you have done, but the bad thing doesn't come to you. That is mercy. And our God is a merciful God. You see, God had to deal with man mercifully because if he decides to deal with man here on earth, the way things are done in heaven and i'm saying the way things are done in heaven because when you read psalm 89 verse 14 can i have some 89 verse 14 
It tells us the foundation of the throne of God, what God sits on. So that means day in, day out, this is what God is saying. It says, righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Righteousness and justice. So the throne of God sits on two legs. Righteousness and justice. Nothing else. If you don't meet the criteria for the righteousness, justice just comes in. And justice is, is judgment. That is how it is in heaven. That is why Lucifer never had another chance. Because in that realm, you misbehave one. That is why when we leave this earthly realm and we enter eternity, there is nothing like mercy again. All the mercy we receive, we receive here on earth. Hallelujah. So when God decided that now I want to interact with man, I want to, I want to come among men, he instructed Moses to make a tabernacle and that his glory was going to dwell in the holy of holies so he instructed them he said make the ark of the covenant the lid of the the, the the ark of the covenant had the glory cloud on top of it on the lid so more or less the glory was sitting on the lid of the ark of the covenant and god realized that look if i bring that same throne i'm sitting on in heaven which has its foundation as righteousness and justice. If I bring that same thing to this realm of man, no one can stand it. And so he decided that now I will sit on the mercy seat. It's no more righteousness and justice, but it is the mercy seat. Hallelujah. And when you look through scripture, God had mercy on a lot of people and gave a lot of people a second chance. Even if you look at your life, I mean, on a lighter note, there are a lot of things. God just gives you second chances and third chances and, and four chances. Some of them might seem light, but it's still God giving us another chance. Hallelujah. That are the I mentioned, driving without a license. How many people are, are driving around without licenses? I read this week what the penalty for driving without a license is. And I realized that you can actually go to jail for six months in Ghana for driving without a license. Six solid months behind bars, drinking prison porridge and sharing a room with 24 other people. Who will bully you for six months by the time you come back is it's worse than military training in those prisons some of the people sleep under the bed others sleep standing i watched a documentary recently and it was pathetic one of the things i i i believe if god blesses me to do i'll build a prison for the government very well spaced out and it's one thing i believe overflow worship center must do one day to build a prison for the country because the conditions under which those people are living is, is pathetic. The fact that you're a thief doesn't mean you should live like that. And when you look at the food that they are giving, driving without a license can get you in there for six months. You see, it's because you've not met a correct policeman yet. They are correct policemen. No? <laughs> You've not met a correct policeman yet. And it's all because God is having mercy on you. And giving you another chance. To do the right thing. Hallelujah. 
I'm preaching to some people. I am, I, I am dialing some people's numbers. <laughs> God has given you a chance. You've, you've not met a correct policeman before. A colleague I worked with some years back, he jumped the red light and a policeman caught him. He thought it was the usual policeman. When the guy came, said, Oh, yes, I've arrested you, let's go to empty yourself. Oh, you come, 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 come. He brought out some money. He said, I'm adding a second charge to it for trying to influence a policeman. And he tried to hold him. Oh, brother, let's say, say don't touch me, otherwise, I'll add assault. <laughs> When you've not met a correct policeman before, you can get away with certain things. But it's the, it's the mercies of God that are keeping us. Hallelujah. Yeah. God just gives us another chance to do the right thing. To correct the things that have to be corrected. That microwave that has been giving you the shock. <laughs> you need to go and repair it. It's the mercies of God. It's, it's God giving you several chances to get it repaired. Hallelujah. So there are a lot of ways. There are a lot of ways. You see, people tell some lies, eh? And if those lies are exposed, their reputation is ruined forever. There are a lot of things we do, or there are a lot of things people are doing right now. If God withdraws, withdraws his mercy like this and light is shown upon what they are doing, their reputation is finished forever. But you see, God continually gives you another chance. Continually gives you another chance. So stop that lie or where you have to confess and speak the truth. Speak the truth. Hallelujah. A lot of people who are living lies, they have lied to people. Lied to people about their academic qualification lie to people about all sorts of things their background their, their father is this meanwhile their father is some simple man walking somewhere people have created impressions and all of these things god is just giving people another chance just just repent and stop lying because one of these days the lid is going to be blown and you are going to be embarrassed those who have been engaging in unwholesome texting exchanging unwholesome messages with people God is giving you the chance to stop because one of these days you go and post a message on the wrong platform the church page is there the choir page is there all sorts of places you, you may just make a mistake of going to post something you are not supposed to post on the, on, on the wrong page God is giving you another chance. Hallelujah. You see, if we say we'll go to, through some of these small, small details, we realize that, hey, that's what the chances God has been giving us. Seriously. God has been giving us chances. God has been giving us ch- chances. The last time you, 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 you misbehaved with him, you did not get pregnant. <laughs> you did not get pregnant. Others did the same thing and pregnancy came in. And they were faced with the dilemma of, should we go and terminate? Add another sin to the original sin. Whether to go and terminate or not. But God had mercy on you. 
and give you another chance to repent. So may you repent. Hallelujah. Yeah. Somebody did an abortion and didn't survive it. Maybe you're on your third one. Somebody did one. It became septic. The person died. Somebody did one. He had a perforated uterus. You've done three, four, and you are still getting pregnant. Somebody can do one. And out of what you call wrong procedures done, you see, the, 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 the complications of these things are many. One of them can be, there's something we call Asherman syndrome. You literally scrape off your endometrium. So conceiving becomes difficult. People have these things. We've seen them in the hospital with the same thing. Others have done it and nothing has happened to them. But sometimes you, 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 you wonder, ah, this thing about another, why, why am I calling it a, a blessing? It's a blessing because it's not everybody who gets another chance. It's not everybody who gets another chance. You see, the Bible says, I will have mercy. Is that Romans 9, 15? It said, I will have mercy upon whom I will have mercy. He decides whom to have mercy upon. So when he decides to have mercy upon you, you must appreciate it and see it as a blessing. Hallelujah. So there are, there are a lot of things. When you look through scripture, there are many people who experience the, the mercies of God. And they were given another chance. David was one of them. David spotted Bathsheba, decided he wanted her, went for her, killed the husband. But Saul misbehaved. He messed up and he never had another chance. God just took the crown away from him, gave it to David. That that was it. But see, I believe one of the reasons why David obtained mercy from God was the fact that he himself showed Saul mercy when he had the chance to pay him back for doing him evil. Hallelujah. Yeah. God gave David another chance. Another chance from sin. There are a lot of people with very interesting pasts. Very colorful, as they'll put it. Very interesting, colorful pasts. But God gives us another chance. To do the right thing. Sometimes the devil takes advantage of the mistakes we have made in the past. And he causes us not to be able to function well in the kingdom of God and function well in the house of God. Some people think, oh, because I did so, so, and so, and so, and so, so God cannot use me anymore. Because I did so, so, and so, and so, and so, and so, God has changed his mind about the calling upon my life. I want you to know that our God is a God of another chance. He will give you another chance. He has not deleted your name from his agenda. You are still the plan A for that plan of God, that assignment that God has. Hallelujah. Don't let the devil keep you down with your mistakes. The blood of Jesus is too powerful. The blood of Jesus is too strong. The blood of Jesus is too sharp. He says, if we sin and we confess, he is faithful and just to forgive us of all our sins and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. I pray that every guilt of sins of the past will be broken today in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. 
there are people who, they just they are simply they just simply cannot function they simply cannot be themselves simply because the enemy keeps reminding them and you did this and you did that and you did this and you did that some people even when they are going to minister satan reminds them hey four years ago that night and suddenly the anointing is quenched May the Lord silence the voice of the accuser in your life. If you are listening to me today, I don't care what mistakes you've made in the past. I don't care what wrong decisions you have taken in the past. There is something called the mercy of God. And there is something called the blood of Jesus Christ. It speaks better things than the blood of Abel. The blood of Abel based for revenge. But the blood of Jesus speaks mercy. The blood of Jesus speaks forgiveness. The blood of Jesus speaks restoration. I pray that every voice that keeps you in guilt will be silenced today in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Stop feeling dirty. Stop feeling guilty. The blood has washed you. Once you have repented of it, the blood has washed you already. And it is under the blood. Hallelujah. So David was restored even after sinning. Another person who saw the restoration of God or God gave him another chance was Jonah. Jonah had a mission. He had an assignment. Go and preach to the people of Nineveh. That was his purpose. That was, was his assignment. How many people have, haven't deviated from the assignment God gave to them? How many people have not run away from the assignment God gave to them? There are some people you know you are supposed to be doing much more in the kingdom of God. But you've run away. You are doing something else. You are gallivanting in other areas with, with other people. Going round, 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 round. Instead of being in anywhere, you are in, in, in a ship somewhere. And you see, God caused the ship to rock. The boat to rock. Caused Jonah to be swallowed by a whale. There are some of the shakings in your life is a second chance in disguise. God is just trying to give you a second chance. Those shakings, that thing, that is not working. That relationship that doesn't seem to be working, it's probably a second chance God is trying to give you. He's trying to give you a second chance because he knows that this thing, if it progresses to marriage, you are finished. There are some turbulences in life. There are some difficult situations in life. God is just causing the shaking so that you see that this is not the place you are supposed to be. Swallowed by a whale. He was lucky the whale decided to swallow him whole. It was the mercy of God. <laughs> if the whale had decided that you are too big, let me divide you into two and swallow in two halves. That would have been the end of Jonah. Three days in the belly of a whale. When he was vomited, I said, now I've repented. I shall do what you want me to do. And I like what the scripture said. It said, and the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. I prophesy to somebody that the word of the Lord shall come to you a second time. You will hear the voice of God a second time. You will feel that anointing a second time. You feel that edge at a second time. You have that vision and that dream of that thing you are supposed to do a second time. It is not the end. God has not closed the page on you. Samson. Samson, he, his, his wasn't a second chance. He had many chances. Today, he is with a harlot in Gaza. 
tomorrow, Delilah, as for Delilah, he had, even just within the Delilah story, he had many chances to run away. You told her, if you, uh, what do you call it, tie me with flax, I'll get weak. And she brought the people. Instead of running away, you stay there, stay there until she managed to get your hair cropped. God gave him so many chances. But you see, Samson's story tells us a certain dynamic about God giving us another chance. That it's not always that the giving of the chances will be there all the time. You can exhaust the rope. The Bible said he got up and shook himself, thinking that, oh, but he didn't know that the Spirit of God had departed from him. There are certain things God has given you a long rope where those things are concerned. He says he will have mercy upon whom he will have mercy. The day he decides that, okay, it's enough. That is the day exposure will come. That is the day embarrassment will come. That is the day. There are certain things unbelievers will do. They'll get away with it. You're a believer. You do one, two, and you're in trouble. Embarrassment. Embarrassment. And you see, we, they say we are a city set on a hill. So when we fall, it's a bigger fall. Unbelievers, they're already on the ground. He that is down needs fear no fall. You're already down. You don't need to fear any fall again. But God gives us a long rope. He gives us a long rope. And people are exhausting their rope gradually. Because they are taking the mercies of God for granted. My prayer is that we will not take God for granted. We will not take his mercies for granted. And we will not take the fact that he gives us a second chance for granted. So something shows us that this thing, it can be exhausted. But even him, at the end of his life, he had another chance to avenge. You see, God is still very merciful. He prayed a prayer. You see, when he was in the, in the prison, they thought they were done with him. But the Bible said his hair began to grow again. And I see somebody's hair growing again. You may be down today, but your hair is growing again. The Bible says, rejoice not against me, O my enemy. For when I fall, I shall rise again. And when I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. It says, seven times the righteous man shall fall. And seven times he shall rise again. I don't care what caused you to fall. Today, by the word of God, I adjure you to rise up again. Begin to walk again. Begin to run again. Begin to dream again. And begin to believe again. Another person who saw the had another chance was Peter. Compare him to Judas. Judas didn't have another chance. Peter denied Jesus three times. He was given another chance. But you see, the time he was being given that another chance, he recognized it. Sometimes the problem is that when God is even giving us another chance, we can't discern that this is another chance God is giving to you. He was able to discern it. Jesus asked him three times, do you love me? Quickly he answered, but because he realized it was restoration that was taking place. Sometimes God just gives us a chance to be restored and we just can't discern it. That God is giving us a chance for restoration. Esau, after he lost his birthright, you see, Esau made a very bad decision. A very hasty decision. Maybe that's a better word. A very hasty decision. Because he was hungry. Because of his belly. He sold his birthright. How many bad decisions have you been taking because of your stomach? 
because of your immediate needs. He sold his birthright to Jacob. So technically speaking, Jacob really didn't do anything wrong. Because Esau had given it to them just for some, I don't know, they said it's like beans, beans to you or something. Your whole birthright. I mean, sometimes we must understand who we are. <laughs> Your career. <laughs> sometimes we need to understand who we are. You are the son of Isaac and the grandson, you are the grandson of Abraham. Your birthright should be the most important thing, the most, I don't know, the, the most precious thing to you. And you look at a bowl of food and you equate your birthright to it. Many people have made very bad decisions because of their immediate needs. People have entered wrong relationships with people's husbands because they needed money for school fees. People have done all sorts of things because of the need of the day. And so Jacob took his birthright. He was angry and he went to his father and cried. He said, is there only, is there only one blessing? And he told him, he gave him a little caveat. He said, you will live by the sword and you shall serve your brother. But when you become restless enough, you shall break his yoke from your neck. God always gives us a window of escape. And you see, this man was desperate enough. So he was able to still tap into the blessings of Abraham, but through another route. Let's read something. Genesis chapter 28 verse 9. Let me show you who Esau married. He was desperate enough. You know the blessing of Abraham... Part was on Isaac and part was on Ishmael. He missed the Isaac line. But look at what he did there. He said, so Esau visited his uncle Ishmael's family and married one of Ishmael's daughters. Hallelujah. <laughs> he used the small window that he was giving. So Ishmael is blessed. Isaac is blessed. I've missed the blessing from Isaac's line. Let me go and connect to Ishmael's. And it is obvious from what happened later that indeed he became blessed because God gave him another chance. Look at what happened in um, Genesis chapter 32. Let's read from 13 to 15. When Jacob was going to meet him and Jacob was afraid. Jacob took a bribe with him to try and bribe him, uh, a gift to try and get his brother to cool down. He said Jacob stayed where he was for the night. Then he selected these gifts. It was some serious stuff from his possessions to present to his brother Esau. Verse 14. He said 200 female goats, 20 male goats, 200 eels, not elves. They are eels. Eels are female sheep. All right, for those who don't know, let's be. Clear. It's not a tribal thing we are doing here. 200 eels, <laughs> 20 rams. Let's see verse 15. 30 female camels with their young. And they didn't even tell us the number of their young. 40 cows. I hear one cow can cost 10,000 Ghana cities. So 40 cows, that would be like how much? 400,000. 
That's like 400,000 CDs. The cows alone, 400,000 CDs. 10 bulls, which are usually even bigger than the cows, so it will be more expensive. <laughs> 20 female donkeys. I believe donkeys will be more expensive than cows. And 10 male donkeys. Look at all of this. I'm sure if you quantify it, we are talking about millions of CDs. And this is what Jacob was going to use to bribe Esau. But I want to show you that Esau was indeed blessed through the small window that God gave him. Genesis chapter 33. Let's read from 8 to 9. Genesis 33, 8 to 9. So when he saw his brother with all the plenty things he brought, he said, and what were all the flocks and heads I met as I came? So he said, like, all, the, all of these things, what is it? This thing, money, <laughs> plenty money like that. He asking, what is it that I met? If so, as he said, Jacob replied, they are a gift, my Lord. So right now he's calling him my Lord. Oh. <laughs> That's a part of this thing, if you read it. Uh, Jacob, the 419, the thing was in him. He said when he met him, it's like he has met God. <laughs> just, he was just giving him vibes. He said, they are a gift, my Lord, to ensure your friendship. And look at what Esau said in verse 9. Show you that the man was indeed blessed. Verse 9. Okay, you don't have it. He said, but Esau said, I have enough. My brother, keep what you have for yourself. How can you reject such a gift? Such an amount. I mean, for you to be able to reject this, then indeed you are blessed. And the Bible said when he was coming to meet his brother, he came with 400 men. 400 men following you like that. I'm just trying to show you that God is a God of another chance. He always gives us another chance. He just opened a small window for him. And through that, he got his blessing. I pray that God will give somebody another chance here. Now, I want you to understand something as I close. I promise it to be short. When God is giving you another chance, you need to have the ability to recognize it. There are a lot of things God wants to give people another chance with. Where relationships are concerned, people are crying over over that relationship that didn't work. See it that God is giving you another chance. To marry the right person and have a good marriage. Hallelujah. If it was that the person cheated on you, do you really want to marry a cheater? If it is that things were just not working. A lot of times when the things are not working during the relationship, it can end, it can go into the marriage. There are people who are unhappy in life simply because they made the wrong choices. So sometimes God just gives us the chance. That thing that may not seem to be working. It may, and the key word is may, it may be an indication that this thing is not for you. It may be an indication that this thing is not for you. Even within marriage, God gives people another chance to restore things. Sometimes people have this mentality of not being prepared to let go of the past. Oh, maybe there's something you want your spouse to be doing. 
Or even it, 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 the same thing applies in even relationships. You want the person to be doing something. Maybe you want the person to be taking you out for dinner. And he or she, he, he doesn't do it. If I say he or she, most of the time it's the men who are supposed to be there. Take, and he's not doing it. And then one day he decides, let's go for dinner. And when you go and you go and sit down, first thing, okay, so you, let's put everything aside. Why is it that as for today you have decided? <laughs> let us talk about, let us discuss this. Just don't be an enemy of progress. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the moment. When you behave like that, you are behaving like somebody who has the spirit of Sambalat and Tobaya. You are an enemy of progress. Hallelujah. It is a, it is a, it's a, it's a chance, a new door that has been opened. Enter the new door together and build on it. Because sometimes when you hold on to the past too much, you just shut the door to, to, to possibilities in the future. You see such a thing, when you go and bring it up, what you create is that the next time the person wants to correct another wrong, he'll keep postponing because he doesn't want to hear that thing again. That thing you, you, you said about bringing the past back. God opens a lot of chances for new beginnings. For In such a situation, just enjoy the dinner. Just be happy. Just, just enjoy it. And, 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 and see it as a new beginning, a new chapter that has been opened. Hallelujah. Rather than going into the past. And to conclude, Matthew chapter 6 verse 15. Matthew chapter 6 verse 15. Matthew chapter 6. He said, but if you refuse to forgive others, your father will not forgive your sins. Those who are merciful to others, they also obtain mercy. The Bible says, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. When Jesus was teaching us how to pray, he said, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. We are all beneficiaries of God's mercy. We are all beneficiaries of another chance. I want to encourage somebody today. There's somebody you have written off. There's somebody you probably have cut all links with. There's somebody you, you have closed the chapter on. Give that person another chance. Sometimes it takes a lot of humility to do such a thing. Maybe you've told the person in the face, I'm done with you. I'm finished with you. But can you imagine hearing those same words from God? For the many mistakes that you make. For the many times that you don't do what God wants you to do. Go back and call that person. Go back and reconcile with that person. Because the Bible says, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. You will also need mercy from God one day. That is why you must have... It doesn't matter what the person did to you. It doesn't matter how much the person hurt you. Be a child of God. Exercise the fruit of the Spirit. And release the person. I pray that God will, will open doors of another chance for people today. I don't know what wrong decisions you've made. I don't know what wrong things that you have done. But our God is a God of another chance. You may have wasted time in certain areas. People say time wasted can never be regained. But when I read my Bible, that's not what I see. Because it said, I will restore the years that the canker worm, the palmer worm, the caterpillar, and the locusts have eaten. And when God restores, he restores to a higher degree than what 
you, you, you even had before. So God is going to open new doors for you. God is going to give you new opportunities. God is going to open new pages for you. And my prayer for you is that your spirit man will be sharp enough for you to discern it when God is giving you another chance. Shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this word. Thank you for your message. The hymn writer said, Great is thy faithfulness. He says, Morning after morning, new mercies I see. Thank you, Lord, for your mercies. Your mercies that are renewed unto us. The prophet said in Lamentations, He said, Great is your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness to us. The times that we have been wrong, the times in the past that we have gone far away and gone astray from your purposes for our lives. Thank you, Lord, that you are bringing us back in alignment with your will for our lives. Like Jonah, you give us another chance. The times that we have done the wrong thing like David. Thank you, Lord, that you are giving us another chance. You're forgiving us and giving us another chance. Even like Samson, we're besetting sins. Things we promise never to do again. And we continue to do them. Thank you, Lord, for the fact that your mercy continues to speak for us. Father, I pray that you give us the grace to discern it when you are opening new doors for us. I pray that nobody under the sound of my voice will fail to take the chances that you give unto us. And I pray that when we take these chances, let our destiny shine once again. For anybody who has lost a sense of vision, anybody who has lost a sense of direction, anybody who has a dream that is dying, I pray for a restoration in the name of Jesus. I pray for a revival in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, if the spirit of he who raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, that same spirit shall quicken your mortal bodies. I pray for a quickening for your children in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let doors that were closed be open in the mighty name of Jesus. Let opportunities that were lost be brought back in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, Lord, for your faithful God. Thank you, Lord, that you are merciful God. Thank you, Lord, that you are God that gives us another chance. Take glory, Father. Take glory, Son. Take glory, Holy Spirit. In Jesus, whose excellent name, have we prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Trust you have been blessed by this message. For more information, reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our Facebook page, The Overflow Worship Center. Stay blessed. Overflow! Someone overflow! Overflow! Winners of prayer!